are you a winner? You're cheating in a fake sport. Fake? Ridiculous. If professional wrestling were fake, that would make every fan in the history of the sport a complete and utter moron. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes on MarkingOut.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. While you're over at MarkingOut.com, make sure that you pick up your very own Marking Out shirt because it's cool. Yeah. Uh, social media wise, you can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. You can follow us. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Marking Out. So go there. If you want to email us about anything, maybe a question, maybe you want to submit some songs of your own to the show, you can email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Got to give credit where credit is due. Got to give a huge shout out to at Nick Matocho on Twitter for making our awesome logo. And also, thank you very much to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme song. RingRopeRebellion.com, buy all their songs. Also, want to give a cheap plug out there, but this is in the shameless plug section to the Shining Wizards podcast. Follow them on Twitter at Wizards Podcast. They're an awesome wrestling podcast go check them out they had a really nice in-depth interview with kevin matthews recently and they're going to be doing a lot of stuff coming up wrestlemania weekend yeah shiningwasters.com so as you could hear i'm sitting here with hashtag no twitter dave dave good morning how are you doing sir good morning i'm doing great happy it's friday it, yeah well it's it's pretty much monday for me because you know you work in a restaurant that's that's your your bread and butter days and bread and butter and we are also sitting here with Brandon, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing this morning? Bread and butter. No? No. No. That was an awful way to introduce yourself. I didn't introduce myself. Chris introduced myself. Well, I was well, asking how you're doing. You're I'm asking how you're doing, and you say bread and butter. Yeah, because I thought it was funny. I don't know. No, it wasn't. I think but you may else, be the only person that thought it was funny. Everyone yeah. else said it. Yet yeah. I'll have like about 20 people write to me on Twitter saying, oh, Brandon, you're the king of Twitter, blah, blah, blah. Nobody, yeah, okay. nobody tweet him that, please. Don't feed his ego. <laughs> his, his, his I told field. fake me. I told fake me the other day. I was like, please don't feed my ego. Like He's like, oh, you're uh, semi-famous, blah, blah. I'm like, don't <laughs> My, yeah, don't I saw feed that. my ego. Semi-famous. Go follow him at B. No, stop. BG Shut the fuck up. Seriously, that's not even funny. Yeah, but <laughs> seriously, go follow fake Brandon at B two TG one six one. But I am doing awesome as always. Go unfollow the real one, yeah. well, the quote unquote real one. Why? I'm not Brad. Like what the heck? Yeah, well, be seriously, go unfollow at Brad eighty nine because yeah, he sucks. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He doesn't suck. But seriously, go unfollow him. Um, speaking of that, wasn't wasn't the fake Brandon supposed to be on? NYWC Livewire this week? On the, no, on the 20th. They're, they're on oh, hiatus. However, is Vin Diesel gay now? Was Vin, yeah, is Vin I Diesel gay? Is he? I saw, I saw something pop up on Twitter or something about him being gay. I, did, I didn't uh, see it, though. In the movie business, it's always been rumored that he's been bisexual or whatever, behind the stage scenes that nobody really knows that stuff. 
Uh, uh, it's just it's just like professional wrestling. We don't know because we're just fans, and the only Whatever. person who knows if Vin, Vin Diesel is gay is Vin Diesel. That's a oh, really yeah. random fucking pop up thought for you to have said. But uh, back onto the subject of fake Brandon and Livewire, it was the March twentieth episode, and yeah. he wrote to me and said in the most poorest of grammar and spelling, saying that he doesn't think he'll be on the MYWC show because. He doesn't want to be embarrassed, and I wrote, "Embarrassed of what spelling?" Because you don't have to do that on the show. Yeah, that would, that that would be a jumbo mistake if he didn't make it on to the show. But <laughs> anyway, speaking of MYWC Livewire, we are going to be working with Jason Linick from MYWC Livewire on a new show, an interactive YouTube show called Ringside Reactions. Uh, the debut episode will be March twenty eighth. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. Keep going. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about it off air. Um, yeah, so it'll be a live interactive YouTube show. So go check that out once it is up. And also, we'll be working with Heel Franklin. So we got to give him a plug also. All right, but, it, is, it, is it still Heel Franklin or is it just Rich? Uh, he's Heel Franklin. In yeah, Heel Franklin. In our minds and in our hearts, he's always Heel Franklin. So. Anyway, once we got all the plugs and grammatical errors out of the way, let's get into some pro wrestling talk here. Let's start off with TNA Lockdown last Sunday from uh, San Antonio, Texas. Big crowd. I think now this may be a big turning point in TNA. Now that they're getting out of the impact zone and doing all these small, shitty pay-per-views, it's only fitting for them to go to the big scale. And this was a pretty good pay-per-view, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Dave won the predictions. No, oh, yeah. Tied, though. No, no. You, because I accidentally, you, you chose Jeff Hardy and I accidentally highlighted you for some reason. And yeah, Dave won six to five to four. I was. Hell yeah. I was the four. So you had, you had some good, you had some good matches. You know, you had, uh, some odd decent matches. As we all predicted, Joseph Park getting a big win over Joey Ryan, if you can call it a big win, but. I know. hate his, his reactions. I hate them. Why? He, they're just oh, so over the top and how. Like just how he reacts and everything, he really reminds me of Chris Farley from National Lampoon's Vacation, and I, I mean John Candy, and I'm just not a. It's not working with me. He needs to put the mask on too because he's an ugly fucker. Seriously, Jay Silva said that Abyss gives good facials, so I don't know. I mean, Jamie's been a worker, so I don't know if. He knows better than we do. Yeah. Uh, the X Division Championship match wasn't that bad. Kenny King picking up the win in that triple threat match with Zemayon at Christian York. Kenny King almost fucked his freaking neck up. Yeah, doing that moonsault to the outside. The overall, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a good match and everything. Christian York, if I'm gonna, the next opportunity that he gets at that, at that X Division title, there's no way that he is not going to win it. Yeah, I think, and I think he deserves it. He. I mean, by far, he's the standout in the X Division right now. I don't know what it is. Like, he's in the ring, and he has the look that nobody else in the X Division has. Uh, no, okay. No, I, I agree. I agree. And no, I mean, Zima Ion's got a pretty good look to him. Oh, yeah, but I, I just think that Christian York just stands out compared to everybody else in there. I, you know what? And I feel like maybe that's what they should, if they, once they start rebuilding this X Division, maybe they should build themselves on like character style wrestlings with the, you know, bring back Rubik's because he had an interesting look to him. And yeah, I think, I think that would be interesting. That would be something smart to do. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, but Dixie Carter doesn't really seem like the brightest tool in the shed. <laughs> um, but uh, also continuing on, the Tag Team Championship, Brandon was the only one that got this right. Bobby Roode and Austin Aries retained their title, in which was a highlight match for me out of the whole uh, whole event. I thought this match was a great triple threat tag team match. And it, it almost actually became a match that didn't take place. Yeah. Apparently the night before or two days before we got her uh, – Something got leaked out that Bobby Roode's TNA contract actually expired, which caused work visa problems. And now, after discussing like th- that day, he had to discuss it all, and he got a huge, huge raise compared to the, what he would have gotten if they uh, just renewed it. So hey. TNA fucking up again. Well, listen, I hate to go back to cut you off, but what matches did I pick? Can you write that? Can you say that real fast? Okay, you oh, pick. God, you're fucking. No, because he, he, he really, needs I'm the vindica- s- he needs the vindication of winning, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm counting six over here. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so, okay, it was six. Uh, okay, it was six and six. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, because you Bam roasted. Okay, I'm sorry. My math's not good. Me That's know how to spell. Dave. I went to I went to school for audio and visual. I didn't go to school for mathematics. All right. I don't know math. Trust me, I don't know math. Okay, whatever. It was six. It was six six four. All right. I got. Yeah, the four. you're lucky if he could count his own uh, fingers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Big upset with Wes Briscoe going over Kurt Angle, but Kurt Angle beat the shit out of him. Jesus. Uh, how did you like the ending where D'Lo Brown, where Angle escaped, and then D'Lo came out and threw him back in? Well, and- well, the referee was knocked out. So that's the only reason I can. That's the only justification I can say about that. I mean, it was interesting getting D'Lo Brown involved. I mean, I I, I, I still, like it, but I'm just I'm not a fan of seeing D'Lo Brown out there. I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I mean, still don't if you're get working, that. if you're working behind the scene, stay behind the scene. I mean, this spot that D'Lo Brown is in could have been could be given to another uh, wrestler. I know, but, but what, they, they probably whole- wanted it for somebody that's not going to work. But the whole gimmick for this is that D'Lo Brown infiltrated TNA management. That's right. that's yeah, the whole that's reason it. with that. That that that's why D. Law Brown's an aces and eights because he was the one that got in. He got he got West Briscoe in. He got you know or Garrett Bischoff in. You know I I thought so. Garrett, so aces and eights was around for like a few years already, right? Well, no. Apparently, it was only around for nine months in the inception. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to him. Yeah. When did when did the storyline start? About nine months ago. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, lethal lockdown match was a highlight. Of the event as well, with surprisingly, we were all wrong on this one. Team TNA getting the win. Uh, this match was just violent. This was different from other lethal lockdown matches where you would have a top of the cage descend from the ceiling and everybody would be locked in. But I guess they had to call an audible. Apparently, the mechanism that was dropping down the cage uh, ceiling wasn't working, so that's why Sting had to come out with uh, weapons. That sucks. Yeah, it does. But the match itself was good. I really like the ending, the fact that you have Eric Young doing that sick elbow drop off the top. That's also why why are they setting up setting all that up the day of the event? I mean, if you if you're there, I mean, I feel like that all that stuff should be set in in place the day the night before. Yeah. Well, maybe it was set up the night before and it wasn't working and maybe like, okay, maybe we just need to shut it off, turn it back on, look at it tomorrow morning and I don't know. Hey, man, you have to call an audible on things sometimes. Uh, your World Heavyweight title match. We have a new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Bully Ray is your new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And But the big – that's – I mean, yes, that's awesome and everything. He, what, he deserves it. But there's a bigger story in here. Uh, at the end of the match, I mean, after fighting off aces and eights once – it looks like they were going to fight him off a second time, but no. Bully Ray takes the ball pin hammer from Devon and lays out Jeff Hardy. Bully Ray is your president 
of aces and eights. How do we feel about this, gentlemen? I don't know that I, that rubber hammer shot looked nasty, though. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm very happy with this. It's about time that he wins this championship. He's he definitely deserves it. Um, I I like it. I'm not a fan of all the. Apparently, there's a ton of rumors out there that they had a lot of plants in the uh, crowd to throw. Um, food and drinks and whatnot into the ring. You know what? And that's what that's. I mean, if that was natural, that would have been fucking awesome. But you know, yeah. I, it's just the same beer bottles being thrown in. I'm like that. That, that I noticed too. That it was all the same beer bottles. That it wasn't. You didn't have a variety of different things. So I mean, I'm not going to say that it was that they were plants or anything like that. I didn't see any feces being thrown in. Come on, guys. No. You know, listen though. I'm I'm a fan that Bully Ray won the championship. But this whole aces and eights thing, like it was predictable. We saw it coming for weeks since it started, maybe. And in regards to them throwing shit into the cage, it's they they tried to recreate the NWO. They really tried to recreate that moment. And even Bully Ray said it on on uh, Impact. He mentioned in NWO and said we did it way better than you guys. Blah blah blah. And to yeah. me, that's that's showing your cards. Yeah, the Aces and Ace cards. No, that's Impact showing their cards. That, that That's exactly where they took it from. They had plants. No one's – in 2013, no one's throwing garbage into a wrestling ring. Um, ring of Honor, Broadway, New Jersey. Yeah, well, Ring that's, of Honor. That's a garbage fucking situation. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I liked – Okay, I like the ending. I knew there was plants, but it kind of added. Well, I, I, that's the thing. I'm not going to. I don't. How do you know that they were plants, though? Yeah, it could have been legit. I mean, There's there could have been. A, I, there could have been a couple plants, and then like, oh my god, they're throwing garbage and throwing. Let's throw garbage too. I mean, it added to the whole effect that you know you've seen Bully Ray being like kind of like this big face. I mean, yes, it was okay. Don't get me wrong. It was totally predictable. I could have predicted it, but it really for me this kind of saved the Aces and Eight storyline. Whereas, like, last week, I'm like, oh, fuck, D'Lo Brown, come on. Like, you heard me on the show. I'm like, this killed it. The fact that now Bully Ray is involved, the fact that he is a, an amazing heel. And we've, discussed, we've probably discussed this on the show. He is a great heel. And now that he is in this super uber heel role, this whole Aces and Eight storyline, it saved it for me. And I'm excited again. Especially with know. his promo at the end. He's like, he's like, I fooled you, Brooke. I screwed you, and I used all the fans to get what he wanted. I, I think it's fine. I predicted this right when it started. Yeah, no, I, and I'm still standing by my prediction that Sting is joining yeah, Aces. And I, still, I still think that, too. I was going to say that. Well, we could, you know, we could have well, seen that. Right but... on my prediction, bro. No, when we got to Impact, I was going to say that. Yeah, I know yeah. you were you're tweeting it out. And we were tweeting no, at the same thing no, at the same exact time. I was like, oh, no, fuck that was, this. That was me and you. Oh, okay. Then I stopped live tweeting because. Yeah, that, that's how it all works. There's plenty of times where we'll tweet the same exact thing. It's it's inevitable. You know what? And I didn't think you were going to live tweet because you always say live tweeting loses I, I followers. I wasn't going to, but what actually drew me in was the fact that it was all live and not in the impact zone. So let's talk about that. Impact going on the road this year. Well, now going on the road permanently. First stop is in Chicago, and like they drew a monster house. That's the, that's the first thing I saw. I, well, for yeah, imp- I wouldn't say monster. I mean, they cut off the entire top half of the. I, was there even more to that arena? I don't think so. Yeah, there was. Okay, but for Impact Wrestling, they drew a monster house. It was like the lower bowl of the Coliseum, which yeah, for Impact, it's not a monster crowd. Obviously, the lower bowl of Coliseums are good. Well, they drew ten thousand for Lockdown. I was going to say their largest, their largest. What the fuck, man? I'm curious to how many tickets they actually gave out. 
Yeah, I'm I'm curious about that too. But still, like it looked like it was a legit crowd. Lockdown. Their largest crowd was lockdown. So yes, I just said that. No, right. I, just well, I didn't get to hear you because everyone's talking over each other. I know. Maybe I, we can't, I can't buy that, though. I feel like the largest crowd that they've ever had in the States, maybe. But I feel like the stuff that they do in the UK draws a larger crowd than anywhere else. Hey, well, it could be camera tricks, too. You know, maybe they make, it, make it bigger. But anyway, you know, it was it was a good uh, it was a very, very good impact. That I could say so myself. I mean, there was a couple of things we didn't like was, I mean, no, Brandon wasn't a fan of the Rob Terry and Robbie E match. No, it's just stupid. Like, and he's gonna continue with this fist pumping stuff. What the dancing at the end? Yeah. yeah. Why I mean, would he? It gets him over with the fans. Yeah, it gets I think him over it's with the stupid. fans. And I know David was pissed off about them chanting "Feed me more." No, I wasn't. Yeah, you called me and specifically told me that. Okay, he's such a bullshit artist. Are you Shut kidding me? Shut who tweeted it? Who tweeted it? I did. Who tweeted it. And who Chris. else tweeted it? Chris. So go who fuck else? yourself, who buddy. Who else? Not me. You know you did. Don't lie. I, if there's I did two, tweet it, I didn't say I was pissed off about, about it. Yeah, I didn't say I was pissed off. I know, off but I was. I was the one that said, "Hold on, let me, I'm going back to find find it on Twitter." I did and not I, say that I was pissed off at that. You said you you didn't say you were pissed off. You said, "Why are they doing this? this is so fucking stupid." Actually, no, that was Chris asshole. Yeah, you spoke to me in conversation and said it. So you say. Uh, hold I'm, on. Gonna, I'm, try, really I'm trying to find to start it. Start recording all of our conversations from now on, just to fucking say this shit on the show. So you say? This is. So I was the, okay. Okay, I know. I was the Shut one that the said. Fuck up. Yeah, I was the one that said. Is the crowd really doing a feed me more chant? What's the resemblance? And then there was another tweet that just said, "Feed me more chants for Rob Terry." Quite that exclamation point. That was Dave. The, the the earlier one that I said was me. I don't understand why they're doing a fucking feed me more chant for Rob Terry. I mean, yes, he's he's a fucking he's a brick shit house. It's stupid, but you get that from every promotion. You have yeah. you have. Uh, John Cena chance at Ring of Honor. You have chance everywhere you go. It's just mm-hmm. pro wrestling fans being pro wrestling fans. I mean, the Shelton Mama's chance being chanted at ROH events. I mean, that's stupid. Yeah, who would do that though? And Bill DeMott chance? Like, who would do that? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's just like, yeah, that was me. I didn't do Shelton's Mama. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, we got. Did to... I didn't start it, did I? Yeah, you yes, did. you did. I have Ooh. video proof of it. <laughs> Jeez, maybe we should record everywhere we go with Brandon. I think so we, we should. Just so we can so, use I mean, it on the show. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Maybe we should record everywhere we go with you and use it on the show. Have fun. Let's record yeah, everywhere I go. No. Nobody wants to hear you, Chris. Yeah, no, no one wants to hear my shit. Um, we got to see the return of AJ Styles. I mean, all making... grizzled. Yeah, looking all grizzled and kind of fat and everything like that. After a match with uh, James Storm and Christopher Daniels, taking out Christopher Daniels, but also taking out James Storm at the same time. I mean, maybe, I mean, making that, I guess you could say, gimmick that he's a loner, he doesn't like anybody, he's doing his own thing, he doesn't want I, any friends. I'm not a fan of it just because I I don't know if you guys agree, but it was very predictable that he was going to turn on James Storm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I feel like, I feel like because it was predictable, it didn't, it also came off that way on Twitter. Because on Twitter, I did not see anybody really, holy shit, he just did this, he just did that. It wasn't like that. It was kind of like dead. Yeah, and it's like that's a, that's a, a thing that I think Taz tried to sell where like he tried to really sell it. Like, oh, my God, I didn't see that one coming. But he said it very sarcastically. And to me, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. Well, that, that, no, that, no. that, that Taz's whole role. I think everybody was more at the fact of laughing about how awesome Bad Influence yeah. is coming out dressed up like the Legion of Doom. 
in Chicago to get super heat. All super heat for that. I crowd. thought that was great. I thought it was ama- I was laughing so hard. I, I thought it was very funny. All right. I know one of you two don't like well, don't no. like the idea of them using the uh Legion of Boom, saying that they're Legion of Boom and everything like that and the face paint. Fi- I was totally fine with that. I thought it was hilarious. No, I was fine with the face paint and everything. I wasn't fine with the fact that it was Legion of Boom for the simple fact that they were just in this lawsuit with WWE over leaked information and stuff, and here they are, week after week, making WWE references. And I don't so? understand. I don't understand that at so, all. Whatever. It is what it I, is, man. They have, you, have, you have to credit the greats, and you got to credit the Legion of Doom. I mean, the Legion you, of Doom. No, you credit the Road Warriors. Then, okay. Which they did on, on part, but they were saying Legion of Doom and Legion of Boom and shit. And I don't they, think that's what you do. What are they going to call Daniel- themselves? The Load Warriors? Jeez, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, the Load imagine. Warriors. Dude, that could have been something else. But that, like, sounds, you know- that sounds like a tag team from like the old folks' home. Yeah. What? The Load uh, Warriors. I was thinking about calling it a porno. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about people carrying diapers. But like, you know, me and, Bra- me and Brandon were having this text message conversation that I just kind of quit because, you know, I, w- I didn't feel like fighting with Brandon last night. He's like, oh, no, the, the Legion of Doom were a WWE tag team. They were not. I mean, yes, yes they were. Okay. That's the only time they were Legion of Doom. Okay, but still, the Hawk and Animal were bigger outside of the WWE. Which is what I'm saying. They're not Legion of Doom. Don't use WWE names if you're going to be. But why? Why wouldn't you use their names if it gives it gives you the exposure and everything? You use names that pe- that pro wrestling fans know. Yeah. People, you're okay. So you're going to say people don't know what the Road Warriors are? A younger audience probably doesn't because but Road the, Warriors uh, did, were Road I, Warriors back in WCW and whatnot. They probably remember Legion of Doom from the 2000s in WWE at and WWF or whatever. Terrible inception of it. LOD was only in WWE from like 97 to for a very short short period yeah. and then they brought them back and then yeah. they came back with Animal and Heidenreich yeah that's what I'm saying that, that the younger fans would probably remember them from the, I mean I don't think that they would remember when they came out with Sonny but they'd probably remember that stuff with Heidenreich and everything yeah yeah. I don't I don't think they should have been using WWE name I, I do like how Taz was like was uh, talking about Christopher Daniels he goes what kind of what is that on his head is that a skid mark yeah. I, regardless, that's one. I liked it. I thought it was a good homage, and I thought they were pretty funny with it. No, I do. I really did like it. I just didn't like the fact that they were using the LOD. Whatever. Get, get over it, Brandon. You know what? The people are going to use WWE names. The, the, TNA is going to use WWE names. I think they're over the whole lawsuit thing. The fact that you know Dixie Carter is trying to get everybody in the wrestling community to band together to save Olympic wrestling. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I think – you know what? I think they're over it. Whatever. It you know it is it is. What I don't think WWE is going to send them out a lawsuit or anything like that though. Yeah, I don't think they it's are either. WWE's mainstream and TNA will never do that because they're doing stupid shit like this. I don't know. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull a Dave right here. I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's continue on. Uh, Aces and Eights kind of ran Impact Wrestling this week, uh, interfering in the opening contest, which was supposed to see. Uh, Austin Aries and Bobby Roode facing off against Hernandez and Chavo. What uh, is their tag team name? I don't know. What Chavo and Hernandez? Yeah, Chavo and Hernandez. Los Bariquas. I don't know. I don't know. I liked how Austin Aries backstage called them. Like we were supposed to go beat up the Mexicans. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's what I, I didn't know if that was like their tag team name or because I didn't think that was. Yeah. Yeah, so we saw Aces today cut this big promo at the beginning saying that Hulk Hogan should fire them, you know, trying to 
Aegon, Hulk Hogan fire him, cutting promos in the back about Hulk Hogan firing him, attacking Kurt Angle backstage, and then this ultimately ended to a uh, interfering in the main event, which was actually a really good match between Sting and Austin Aries. I was a big fan of this match. I thought it was. I thought that Sting really held his own for his age and everything. I thought it was really good. I liked how he. Um, there was one part where Aries went for that brainbuster and he floated over into the. Uh, was it yeah. the Scorpion Death Drop? Yeah, I like that. It was I, like smooth too. It was really really smooth. Yeah, he was smooth like a baby. Can we baby. can we go back and talk about the Aces and Eights attacks? Before the main event, though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about them? Uh, why wasn't anyone... And I guess you could say this was after the main event as well. Why wasn't anyone selling for aces and eights? Yeah, nobody sold anything. And then I hated the fact that you had every... Like, you had Kurt Angle, who just got beaten up, and Hernandez and all of them come out all at the same time as Samoa Joe and everything. Yeah. I feel like... Like Bully Ray. Had... Yeah, Bully Ray caught a promo saying, Oh, we took out Kurt Angle. We took out this person. We took out that person. Yet these people are here running down the ramp because they're not taken out anymore. Well, they, they should have had they should have had everybody else like Samoa Joe, Magnus come out and try to defend themselves, and then have then have Aces and Ace get the upper hand a little bit on them. Then have Kurt Angle, uh, Hernandez, and Chavo come out. Yeah, and that's, have, that's have, the idea have, that have, I liked. Have them get involved, and then have Kurt Angle come out, not yeah. have them pull out at once. I I agree with you on that point. Maybe they were just on adrenaline high, and they were just like, "Yeah, let's go kill Aces and Eights," but. It didn't really work out in their favor. Uh, and even when they were out there, they, nobody was selling. Like, yeah, they, the entire, I don't understand it. The, the entire ending went on way too long. I it agree. Looked, it looked like for a long time they were just dancing and being like whispering, hey, what the fuck do we do? Why aren't they ending this yet? Like there were so many moments that were just awkward. Joseph you got to love, love that commercial break they took. Yeah, which yeah. I was out of nowhere. Like Aces and Aces is cutting a promo. And then just because I'm like, don't. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, there's still 10 minutes left. I'm like, they're really going to a commercial break? <laughs> the the uh, entire end fell sh- way short. They should have had Aces. If Aces and Aces, if that was the payoff, was Aces and Aces being left standing and on the mic, they should have gotten to that point a lot sooner than they did. Yeah. No, I, I was I, I was counting down the minutes, too. For ten o'clock to roll around and for them to get cut off, and they didn't get nitro this week, so I was going to laugh my ass off. I definitely thought I was, that both was, was going to get cut off. I was really hoping for it, just for just so we could talk about it. Yeah. So it, it, this goes all the way back to Brandon mentioning it a few weeks ago that TNA does not have their timing at all. Well, now, I guess now that they're going live, and now I guess they're going to be out on the road. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's, it's going to take baby steps to get to get right. to the full you know full running machine that you know the WWE is every Monday night. So they'll never touch anything that WWE is. They're not, and I think we can all I think we could all honestly admit that yeah. because I just yelled that you did. Yeah, with fucking how their WWE's mainstream and TNA will never be that because they're these childish, stupid fucking things. There's little things that's wrong with TNA. They could be a great company if they had these little changes. Well, I, they're taking the steps, Brandon. Stop being so fucking negative, Nancy, over there. It's not no, bad news, Brandon. It's not, it's not negative, Nancy. It's the truth. Thank you. I mean, it's it's TNA not doing what they should be doing. It's them just twiddling their thumbs and fucking up it's everyone said this they should have been on the road way 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 sooner than they've been oh no yeah, i totally agree that. I'm, I'm curious to see what the the ratings are when they come in and like there's so many different things that you could go off on you could go off on hulk hogan being signed to a large contract well you i think go, i think hulk hogan said is the biggest problem in, in tna right now I, uh, there's that's the thing. There's no, there's not just one problem. There's so many multiple problems that once you put clump all these problems together, 
This is what you have. Yeah. And can we can we just mention? I don't know if it, this was. I guess you saw on the dirt sheets about the the all girls pay per view. Yeah. Uh, can we just? Oh, can yeah. Dave can take that. I think that this apparently we all know that TNA is trying to do uh, the pre uh, what is it pre tape pay per views and the everything. One, the one night onlys. Yeah, one night onlys. So they want to do one night only all pure knockouts. So they reached out to Winter, Rain, Roxy, Sarita, Tracy Brooks, Angelina Love, Awesome Kong, Rosita, everybody. So far, all those wrestlers that I have named all declined. Obviously, if all of your ex-talent have declined you, you are doing something very wrong. Well, you know yeah. what? Maybe, you know, maybe Awesome, you know, I'm not trying to, you know what? I am trying to defend them. No, yeah, this. just say it. You know Awesome Kong may be looking for a return to WWE. And why does she want to do a one-shot with TNA? And what happens if it's like, oh, yeah, let's re-sign Awesome Kong. You know, maybe we're trying to rebuild back the Divas division. We'll talk about that later. Um, but let's, let's re-sign Karma. Oh, wait, she was just on TNA. Why do we want to – if she's doing TNA, I guess she doesn't want to come back. We won't sign her. Hey, no, you know, I, don't think, I don't think it's I like just, that. I mean, it gets her exposure and whatnot. I, I you know, think she was treated – so poorly in TNA. As, as much as they put her on TV, she was treated so poorly. And the how, reason why she left. How was she was, treated so poorly? Yeah, why did she was a fucking poorly. beast. Yeah, she was. She. she. I would say she created that knockout division and yeah. made it what it, what, what it is. I totally why agree. She left was because she was treated so poorly. Her, Gail Kim, treated like shit. But Gail Kim's back in the company. What? But Gail comes back. Storylines are backstage. No, backstage. That's oh, you're, I didn't know you were backstage, Brandon. I don't. I don't know anything about how they were treated backstage. I mean, yeah, neither do I. I, I just think that all, all, I don't know, all men in the company are dogs. I mean, no, I but that's. It, I don't think it's like that. I, majority are. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like I don't think it was poor, poorly on that part. I think it was TNA management. They treated them like they didn't. Like they, they they weren't what they were. They were special. They were something that should be on TV. Something that should be. You should have to fight for your fucking company. You should have to not for your company for your employees. You should have. I really want this person. Please do. I do whatever you want. Something like that. Not whatever you want because then it goes back to Ultimate I, Warrior bullshit. But I, I just don't like the and this knockout uh, pay per view or whatnot. It will not even hold a candle or anything close to what Shimmer puts on or Shine Wrestling or anything like that. It's not going to be anything close to what you would see on one of their eye pay per views. I think this honestly, this is going to be the lowest bought one night on, and they're doing an extreme extreme one too. You know, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you because as we've find out and whatnot oh yeah there's there's creepers dvds the live events don't really sell all that much but the dvd sells for women all women's shows sell crazy they sell like hot pancakes Mm, it is pancake friday it is Pancake Friday. We we haven't mentioned that in a long time. Pancake Friday. I, yeah, it's, it gets difficult to not mention it when you don't have pancakes. That's yeah, true. But yeah. but no, yeah. TNA goes back to they should be paying their they should be paying people. They Hulk do. Hogan shouldn't. Yeah, but come on. Yeah, they don't pay that. What Hulk Hogan's getting well, paid? Well, do you? Be, what do you? Do you, you all, yeah. Well, Hulk Hogan's be, getting paid a lot more because yeah, that should be divvied out into on to everybody else to kind of. That's that's the whole thing. Hulk Hogan. We're going to hire Hulk Hogan. We're going to hire this person, this person, this person. Ratings are going to boom. Ratings did nothing. I know. So, obviously, there's still stuff that's wrong. That's a major part of what's wrong with TNA. You got to kill him. I understand why it's so easy easy for fans like ourselves to catch on to this. And it's so difficult for those in – 
producing the company and whatnot not to catch on to this. It really frustrates me that it's so like right in front of us that we see what's going on while they are so blind to it. Yeah. To me, it's the coolest thing that Hulk Hogan's on TV, but that was – It's not that, cool to me. I'm sorry. I'm, no, all, I'm, cool. I'm like all no, – no, I'm saying it was cool then. Then as soon as he got on TV again and we saw the same bullshit over and over again, no. It's completely I almost like out. that backstage promo with Sting. I almost thought he was going to get through an entire promo without saying brother. Then he's just like, brother. And I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm over this. I don't know, I'm, so I'm over, funny. honestly, to, to, to be honest, I'm over Hulk Hogan being on TV. Same here. I, I, you know what? I, I popped and I was happy to see him on Micro Championship Wrestling. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. It's just becoming a replica, exact replica of, N, of NWO, WCW, the end of the days. And I'm not saying that I don't like Hulk Hogan because I would love to meet Hulk Hogan because he's he is wrestling. I never I never met him, but I got an autograph thanks to uh, Zack Ryder. And, oh yeah, uh, so did I. And salute. salute. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's but I would I would like to meet him. Would I ever pay 150, 200 bucks to meet him? No, I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? I think it's like. Yeah, that's I. I don't know. That's another. That's a horse of a different color. Yeah, that's something that we'll talk. I think maybe we should. Maybe that should Price. be a topic on re- ringside reactions. Is Hulk Hogan the pricing? Of, the pricing of bookings and autographs and stuff like that. Well, just Hulk Hogan in general. Well, there's. I mean, look at Kelly Kelly. What she's getting booked at. I mean, there's yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah, but there's going to be people who will pay that much money for her. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> no, I'm not, oh I'm man, not I'm sorry. Pay, I'm still sick. I wouldn't pay that money to well, even uh, Melina. Like, but that it's the post WWE stuff. Yeah, they got they have a certain standard of living, and they want to stay to work. Okay, listen, it's we're getting to we're getting, we're getting too angry here. Can we get on some positive good stuff here? Yeah, you Let's, should apologize about Kelly Kelly, Dave. I'm a, How dare I, you uh, mention her negatively? I'm sorry. Wait, <laughs> I didn't mention her negatively. And then Brandon's gonna be like, "No, you fucking did." <laughs> and Dave's like, "No, I didn't." You were talking about the price she gets paid. No, yeah, no, not her. Talking about the price of her, the the handlers and whatnot that they're. Yeah. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. No, the price time, of her handling. Every time somebody says handler, I just picture like somebody that follows Kamala around, like something like yeah, that. Kimchi. So I, think too, I think it's pretty funny when they say like, "Oh yeah, no, this is his handler" or some of that. I just person. picture like I just picture Kelly Kelly just standing there, like looking all over the place with like moon paint and everything on her face. <laughs> and Brandon, if you can make one of those, complete, we'll make that the picture of the week. What, Kelly Kelly with Ke- moon face? Yeah, Kelly Kelly as Kamala. Her face isn't big enough for the face paint. Brandon, oh, listen. you should have it with you holding her on a leash. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not like, doing that. I'm her, not doing that. Like a cage because I also that's, think him literally being like with his use and something like that. That's out of the question. I'm not doing that. All right. Well, maybe we'll just you make the picture of the week, Kamala. Speaking of uh, cages, though, I really uh, – you guys missed that from when TNA used to have that? What? I'm just kidding. The cages, the chicks dancing in cages. I was really, I was hoping that you had somewhere to go with the cage. I was, I was so curious. I was just like, with the cages. We just talked about lockdown. Where no. is he going with cage stuff? You, you do remember that, though, right? Nope. Or no? Yeah, they no. used to have girls dancing in cages. All right, great. Oh yeah, I, I remember that. All right, great. So let's. They let's... saw that was wrong with the company. Why don't they see this was wrong? Okay, can we get can we get off of this? Because let's move on. Yeah, please. Thank you very much. Let's girls, yeah, dancing, girls dancing, dancing in cages. Kelly Kelly's handlers. Like Jesus. Let's, let's move on. You hear me? Let's move on, please. Thank you. Uh, PWG All Star Weekend is next weekend, the twenty second and twenty third, Reseda, California. ProWrestlingGorilla dot com. It's going to be a two night event, and they are breaking out all the stops. This is actually the first. 
event. Uh, it's going to be PWGAG, as somebody put it on the message boards, after Generico. So, but they're putting on an amazing card. Night one is going to be your main event. It's going to be Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, this is going to be the final match in the best of three series. Sammy Callahan versus Drake Younger. Uh, if you are familiar with both of these wrestlers, you know that they have a background in hardcore matches. More importantly, more, I don't know, not importantly, more, I guess, Intriguingly, I don't know. I don't sure know what I'm going to hear. Uh, death matches. So look for this to be a fucking shit show of a match. Uh, Roderick Strong is going to be uh, on the card as well, facing off against Trent, question mark, making his PWG debut. I'm pretty stoked that we'll see this one after seeing him uh, last month at NYWC Psycho Circus. It should be fun. You're also going to have Paul London making his return to PWG, facing off against Kevin Steen the first night. Just be, just because you clumped it all together, I think that Trent's going to fit in right, like fit in very well with PWG. Oh, absolutely! I totally. I, I, I still question if he's going to stand out, though. Why do you say that? I know, I know that you. Uh, he's a standout to you. He's not a standout. I don't know. I'm not trying to shit on it, but he's not really a big, huge standout wrestler to me yet. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see how he's going to make his mark on PWG. I mean. In the ring, we know what he has, but now he's going up against Roderick Strong, Kevin Steen. Um, he's not facing Kevin Steen. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, the likes of. Yeah. Like, these are the people that he's going to be in, on events with and possibly facing at some point. So I'm curious to see what's going to make him really stand out to the fans and everything like that. Well, second- I think I think the his his whole gimmick and, and I don't want to say loopiness, but – Wackiness is that wackness? I don't know. But that, that that doesn't relate to him in the ring, though. I mean, that's but it, it that's does though. It still relates. It's, it's his ring attire, which translates into these the moves that he does, the fast paced moves, and everything. And you know, especially that style in PWG, I think if he can work, you know, we with the way that he works against Tony Nice, if we could see him work at that same fast pace, which I am pretty sure that we will be able to, I think he's going to fit right in PWG, and he may turn into a mainstay. But it is uh, All Star Weekend. They're bringing, you know, they're bringing Jay Lethal's in as well. They're bringing the second night. They're bringing Johnny Gargano and Chuck Taylor in. Um, you know, it's it's All Star Weekend, so maybe we may see a maybe he'll join the fold in PWG. Maybe he won't. Who knows? It's it's great exposure, and especially that PWG crowd and how serious of, and hardcore wrestling fans that they are. I want to go to PWG events so bad. Yeah, that's maybe one. That's one of my life goals, or one of my goals as a professional wrestling <laughs> fan to go to PWG. Uh, second night, as I said, um, Trent's going to be facing off against Paul London, which should be a high flying match. Uh, your main event to your second night, Adam Cole is going to be defending the PWG World Heavyweight Championship against the winner of uh, Sammy Callahan and Drake Younger from the first night. I'm going to say that it's going to be Cole versus Drake Younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. they've done the, they've done that whole thing with Steen for a while. I feel like they're gonna put Drake Younger in that role just to see how it is. But I mean, Steen's gonna get his shot at Cole again. Yeah, Steen's gonna be facing off against Ar Fox, and then your uh, PWG Tag Team Titles will be defended when the Young Bucks take on the Dojo Bros. Wait, who who's against Ar Fox? It's Kevin Steen. But he's in the match with on the first night. To see who faces... No, uh, he, no he isn't. Who's it's, in the match for the number one contender? It's, Sammy Callahan and Drake. Oh, Younger. Sammy Callahan. My bad. Sorry. It's, it's okay. Um, yeah, but... Oh, yeah, Fox is going to get fucked up. Um, 
Yeah, Young Bucks versus the Dojo Bros. Roderick Strong and Eddie Edwards cashing in because they beat the Young Bucks two months ago at Mystery Vortex. So, well, I should say December Mystery Vortex. So, it should be wild two days in Reseda, California. Uh, once the trailers come out, I we will be definitely posting them on the Facebook page. I pay per view or no? No. Why? That's one thing that kind of bothers me in PWG. Why they don't? I know they make a ton on DVD sales. But for iPay-per-views, I feel like they could charge a little bit more, and they'll get it. That might be why they don't want to do it, though. Yeah, because that's they what make I was going to They make a killing on DVDs, and then if you, as soon as you put something on the internet, it could be translated yeah, well, I mean, reposted. Not, not really too much. These Usually with the iPay-per-views, they have them on under wraps. I mean, you don't really see too many Ring of Honor and whatnot pay-per-views being uh, posted on daily motion and stuff like that yeah, but I think yeah that you go should, to torrent sites and you'll find every single ring of uh, i don't do that but I, I think that they should definitely start doing hyperviews there's so many pwg's events that i would order some in i would just i would just buy the dvds just because i because i would definitely i rewatch all the, you know it's like i would rewatch them and then if you order the hyperview you see it once and then you're gonna have to go buy the dvd so i you know i was talking who was i talking to i was talking to jay silva about this he's like he's like ddt4 looks amazing i'm like i know i'm like i want to order the dvd just off the the trailers because it but looks you, so awesome I, and, but i feel like you're not losing anything on the deal i feel like if anything so, if, look, I mean, you're, so, kind of, you're losing money well yeah, so you, like you, if you're you, doing you, the hyperview you, you start you charge it a little bit more than your dvds but i feel like you're gonna make your money back that will cover the the entire cost of the hyperview and then DVD sells is just all extra. So you, you order the guy pay-per-view and you're only allowed to see it once. And then you want to watch it again, so then you order the DVD, so you're paying for it twice. Rather just pay for the DVD once and yeah, then see fans it. Eight, out. Or, yeah. or they could do a little special deal. I mean, I Dave, it is all about his deals. Well, I haven't seen <laughs> anybody do this before, but possibly if you buy this iPay-per-view, uh, prove that if you show that you bought this iPay-per-view, you could buy the actual DVD of the event. For half the cost or something like that. That would be too much work for them to handle, I think. I don't think it would be too much work. I think it would actually be a great idea to give a discount to those that order the IP review and then buy the DVD and just do it as a package deal. Yeah. Well, then you could just do it as a package deal. Yeah. 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 Just IP review and DVD. Show proof. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. If you if there's a way to just bundle it together, I feel like that would be a very good idea for somebody to invest in or yeah. look at. But yeah, ProWrestlingGorilla.com, if you're in the Reseda, California area, go get your ticket. I think it's actually sold out. I was looking on the message board. It may be sold out with, with justifiable cause. What message board do you use? Well, the Pro Wrestling Gorilla message board. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just looking on there to see people's uh, responses and reactions to everything. Not a lot of people are talking about Trent, which I'm surprised about. So maybe after- Yeah, that, that's, that goes back to what I was saying. But Yeah, but well, maybe after the event, they'll be talking a lot about Trent. But let's hit a musical interlude. Uh, this song is from Malamal. It's called Payday Flow. And when we get back, we'll talk about some sports entertainment here on Marking Out. They call me Mally When it comes, it is going right out. Payday flow, flow this up, no doubt. Payday flow, flow my track, I'm on this fun. Payday flow, flow this track, I'm on this fun. When it comes, it is going right out. Payday flow, spin this up, no doubt. Payday flow, flow my track, I'm on this fun. Payday flow, flow my brand until it's New jeans hitting the club, two or three. Oh, we on that guest list? That's that YPG. And I got DJs that play songs on my CDs. What up, boo? 
What up, child? I'm in this bitch like a man of the hour. Popping bottles, champagne showers, popping models, and they tryna be ours. They think we got that bread, we do though. Bottles of that new dagger till she drew yo. You bag, that's cool, bro. Swagger is so smooth, yo. Any chick I choose, well, that daddy with her choose on. She got a thick donkey, that fat ass. I'm pouring drinks in that glass, blowing checks on wax smash. Next move is that cap. Then I'ma beat it up like whack whack. From behind, now that's what I call a backlash. Flash, when it comes, it is going right out. Payday flop, no this stuff, no doubt. Payday flop, no more check up on this fun. Payday flop, no more check up on this When it comes, it is going right out. Payday flop, spin this stuff, no doubt. Payday flop, no more check up on this fun. Payday flop, no more check up on this fun. Blowing cash to worst way champagne when I'm thirsty. Spending it before I got it. That's Thursday. Tree Friday, like it is the first day. Fellas, it's that wallet full. Ladies, it's that first day. Hustle game is paying off. So it's the main paint that we playing off. That boss lane, he's staying off. We roll trees, we swaying off. So fuck the boss, cause we paid the cost for a bad teddy and a grenade to toss. We in the hood, so we could take a loss. But when we win, win, we get it in. So if you got a 10, throw it up. You got a 20, throw it up. You got a 50, you know what's up. These hanging hoes, they throwing up. You got a 100, yeah, now they going up. You throw a napkin, then they looking dumb. Nine plus, you gotta love these Brooklyn clubs. Browns Villas, where I rep. Like a fender, I'm getting bent. So rocking that nouveau, that was bring that truth up. My team sick like glue, though. Your team sweet like glue. Oh, you would never know what we came to do, yo. You would never know what we came to do, yo. You would never know what we came to do, yo. When it comes, it is going right out. Payday flow, blow this up, no doubt. Payday flow, blow my check up on this fun. Payday flow, blow this up, no doubt. When it comes, it is going right out. Payday flow, spin this up, no doubt. Payday flow, blow my check up on this fun. Payday flow, blow my bread and the lips. Cash money, bad chicks, fast money, fast chicks, slow money, man chicks, no money, hand tricks. That's a different language, like Spanish. All that broke mess, I banned it. That money smell is redolent, it takes me back. I remember when I ain't have as much, all sad and stuff. I've had enough of all of the whack days, ugly girls on back page. If you're feeling that way, hard work that pays. No more glasses with the whack frames. Yo, cousin, it's bad faith. Just let the money, let the money cascade. Yeah, bro, that's the haps today. Then pay those bills on Saturday. Rename that swagger day. Or drunk picture tagging day. Just spend it like you glad you came. It's going right out. Payday flow, flow this stuff, no doubt. Payday flow, flow my check up on this fun. Payday flow, I'm rolling right until it's done. When it comes, it's going right out. Payday flow, spend this stuff, no doubt. They call me Mally And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you to Malamal, uh, if I get that wrong, I apologize, for contributing a song to the podcast. If you want to contribute a song to the podcast, you can at markingout1 at gmail.com. And please send us information about who you are, your Twitter handle, everything that we Facebook, could actually give you, know, you a full... This way we could actually hands. fully promote you. I mean, give us some information about you. Yeah, just don't also, if you're a country superstar or 
I yeah, I want to see super somebody that's country music. Yeah, we get a, we get a lot of rap music. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, rap. I'm not complaining about it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry that you know, I'm waiting for somebody to send over some of his own stuff. I think he I'm knows not who singing he is. dust in the wind, dude. Chris. You even have you even have um, <laughs> some of the t- uh, Twitter followers saying that they want to hear dust in the wind from you. Yeah, yeah I have absolutely. a feeling that's not who Chris was talking about, though. Yeah, no, but honestly, <laughs> if you want to hear Brandon sing dust in the wind on the show, please tweet at him at bttg161 and tell him, Brandon, I close my eyes only for a moment. I want to hear you sing dust in the wind. Wait, what did you say, Dave? For the fact that you actually have it recorded already. It's not happening, though. It is happening. It's not happening. Tweet to Brandon, people. Get him to... to As I said. Said. You you tweet to him saying, I close my eyes only for a moment. I want to hear you sing Dust in the Wind. Do you want me to play a little bit of it right now? No. Because... Fine. No, that's it. He blew it. No. That's it. No, that's it. It's it's all or nothing, Brandon. Moving on. Okay, let's move on to uh, some sports entertainment talk, and let's talk about Smack Down. From last week, uh, only three goods. I mean, we don't want to talk about everything because a lot of things are kind of repetitive on SmackDown this week, or we just don't have to talk about it because it just doesn't make any sense to talk about it because it doesn't. There's no big payoff for it. Nor um, do we care. Yeah, so we'll just focus on the good positivity here. I'm marking out. Uh, we've seen all these YouTube videos of Jack Swagger and more importantly Zeb Coulter just bashing the immigration system here in the United States and now they're getting poked fun of with Ricardo Rodriguez and uh, Alberto Del Rio making their own parody videos of Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger's videos which is a good you know especially I think, I think they're terribly unfunny though I think that they're pretty funny I think I think they're pretty funny I mean they do a terrible job of making you know making fun of them but you, you got to add some depth to the storyline you can only have Zeb Coulter make all these videos you got to have somebody to rebuttal it and, it's, uh, and, we've, I, I and think, we've seen this in the past of Alberto Del Rio mocking people he did it with Sheamus you know now it's is that Jack <laughs> Swagger's time you know what would be really funny like, what? Go ahead, Dave. I, it's just really quick. I just I really like Del Rio's facial reactions during the entire promos. Yeah, I think they're pretty hilarious. Yeah, and now I thought it, it, it'd be really funny. You know how <clears throat> when uh, Muhammad Hassan got carried off, they had like the terrorists and whatever with Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be really funny if they did something <clears throat> like that at WrestleMania. But there were all these like workers dressed as luchadors, and they carried Swagger out after he lost. That'd be great. That would that that's actually pretty funny. Watch, it's gonna happen at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, right. Or er, everybody's gonna come out in luchador, luchador masks. And when Jack Swagger comes out the rings, the whole audience will be in luchador masks. Luchador lumberjack match. Ooh, yeah. And then Zeb Coulter's there, like you know. Dude, that'd be amazing. Where's your green card? Dude, that'd be awesome. James. You can see Mil Moscaris at WrestleMania 29. No, Brandon. Uh, Lucha Jack match. Lucha Jack match. That's something uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> um, more goods. Tamina defeated Caitlyn. And good match. But the bigger thing is Caitlyn is the Divas champion. So having somebody go over the Divas champion might put her in line for the Divas title opportunity. Uh, there's no doubt about it that she has the opportunity for me in my eyes. I mean, with their brawl. Well, not even their brawl, but they had a nice match on Raw that that was interrupted by all the divas. Yeah, these that was terrible. The, these are two of the last actually legit, really. Uh, I'm not going to say really good, but good pro uh, pro wrestlers in that division. Yeah, and to see them finally feuding and going at it, it I'm very entertained, and I'm uh, I, can't I wait don't, to see where it goes. I don't think it's a feud though yet. Not uh, yet. 
I I, nor nor do I see it going to be a feud. I don't I don't think. I think it's brewing. It's a Bruin. And uh, last good that we have is Sheamus defeats the Big Show by disqualification because the shield attacks. Uh, This goes back to what Dave said last week. You know, we saw Sheamus and Randy Orton get the one-up last week. This week, we see the shield getting the one-up. So it's kind of going back and forth. And it it fits him perfectly. Absolutely. So that was the only uh, three good things we had to talk about on SmackDown. Uh, Let's get to Monday Night Raw from this week. Monday Night Nitro. Monday Night Nitro. Right, you're not like, why do you say it like you're from California Cookie Monster or something? I thought it was more like Australian sounding. No, you're like Monday Night Nitro, something bro. About, something about Nitro. It was terrible um, on my part. All right, let's start off with the bads first because there's only really one. Was uh, the highlight reel with Miz. Hey, where to start? Yeah, with Miz. I mean, Jericho on the microphone's gold, but this was just a, a train wreck. Fuck pig, something. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was trying to think of something. My my just, a pig fuck. There we go. That's just to like keep a little bit. What does that even mean? I've never heard anyone say that before. A pig fuck. Yeah, that's when you fuck a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just just to give oh. some background on this, I guess right before the segment happened, the Jerry Tron, there was issues with it actually working. Do you and then they call it a Jerry Tron. Huh? Why do you continuously say Jerry Tron? Because that's what they call it. Jerrytron. Jerrytron, Jerrytron, I don't give a shit. Whatever, the Tron, the TV. Stop calling the it a Jerrytron. The TV was broken, and then during one of the commercials, one, during one of the airings of the uh, commercials to for one of the movies, they had to move it out and in. Yeah. And just a shit, 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 shit segment. Yeah, The Miz comes out and promotes his movie. Then Wade Barrett comes out and promotes the movie that he's kind of in, but not really. Um yeah, and, and Brad, Brad Maddox comes out. Apparently, he's the one that's getting the finger pointed at him for ruining this entire segment. Because apparently, he flubbed his line. Terrible. Hey, hey, you guys, guys, hey, you guys. That was terrible. He's I terrible. Think that he, him off TV. I think that that was awful because apparently, a lot of the things that he said, what his script was based around what was being shown on the TV at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty big position to be put in, especially being pretty brand new. And to be put in that position to have to improv everything. But I still don't think that Y2J and The Miz and Barrett helped out that segment at all. I thought that The that the Miz and Jericho's interactions was more of a, like, oh, shit, what do we do here? Yeah. And then Cole, apparently Cole and Lawler were, were told to bash it. And they were just burying it from laughing at it, saying go to commercial break. I feel like by doing that, that even brought more attention to how bad the segment was. And I don't think that it would have been – it would have came off as so bad if it wasn't for the commentators just completely bashing it during that entire time. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then this then led to a uh, match between Jericho and Miz, which then led to a no contest because Wade Barrett, you know, I guess got involved at the end of it. Just, I don't know. And now we have a triple threat match going from Monday Night Raw for the Intercontinental title next week. I wouldn't mind Miz being a match at WrestleMania. I, I, I totally agree. I, I feel I would, like the only gonna... way I would want that match is if they added somebody else into it. Who, would you, who else would you add into it, though? Kofi. I mean, it, no, I, you could add him. Honestly, I would like to see Christian return. Not that that's going to happen anytime soon. Then. Or David Otunga, because now you have everybody that's no, no, been no. In a, everybody 100%. that's in a fucking movie, except for Jericho. Yeah, well, Jericho's got that new show, like Robot yeah. Fighting Combat League. I definitely don't want to see cool, him at. It's a pretty cool show. Yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty cool show. 
But I think that this – I'm actually excited. I think that on Raw it's going to be – something's going to happen from a no DQ or the match doesn't officially start. But that's and, so stupid because we just had that happen with the Outlaws. Yeah. yeah I but I, I still think that somehow this is going to be made into a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Okay. I, I, could, I could see that. Let's talk about WWE films. Like recently I think they put out too many movies. I agree. I, I don't I, think it's too many movies. I just think it's at the same time, though. Yes, it's like well, that, you can't, you can't, you can't say that, like I'm trying to think. You can't like knock somebody for doing that. Hey, listen, it's my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. Okay, Brandon. But that's like you bash TNA in the first or whatever. Or but Warner but, Brothers can't put out all these movies. Yeah, at but the same time. but WWE isn't Warner Brothers or whatnot. Yeah. WWE is a lot smaller than Warner but Brothers. Everybody has to start somewhere. But WWE is World Wrestling Entertainment. It's not World Movie. The only Entertainment. time the only time they have to promote is during Monday night during WWE TV. Really, right? I mean, and that's I seen any commercial of Marine Three at all outside of when WWE is on TV. Well, the Miz that, was on Conan for it. Yeah, but that becomes the problem where you have three movies all at the same out at the same time that you have to co-promote. I mean, if you're only you're designated a time, the only time that they really have to give true promotion to it is WWE television, and that plays off as very poor. Well, let me let me say this: they don't have to promote the the Marine Three as much on TV because it's a straight to Blu-ray DVD. Yeah, but that's and, why they have to promote it on TV. But, but they don't have to promote it as much. Like you're not going to see commercials for it because of that specific reason. I mean, you're I, not going to. And then Dead Man Down, that was that in a wide release or was that limited mm-hmm. release? Wide, wide, wide release. Yeah. And then the call is also a wide release. And I honestly, I would go see the call. The call looks like a good movie. I would see Dead Man Down. I don't know. The call looks like a good movie. From I've seen, I'm Bear, just going to wait till they re-release Leprechaun with Hornswoggle as as the Leprechaun. Yeah, that's the movie everybody's waiting for. Yeah, I think that's what I'm, I'm, but, I'm waiting I for. Think, I think Hornswoggle is waiting for it too. Behind Behind oh, Enemy wait. Lines, Columbia, when they had Mr. Anderson, that was god awful. I didn't even see it. Yeah, it was it was god awful. I was watching. Well, it. I, was I might like, own it actually. Um, you what would. was the Steve Austin <laughs> movie? The Condemned. I think it was the WWE. The Condemned. Yeah, that I really liked. Was that a WWE movie? Yes. I liked that, 12, 12 Rounds I liked a lot, actually. I 12 never Rounds saw was a really good movie, yeah. 12 Rounds. And honestly, I think The Marine was a good movie, too. I know, the Those only things. ones I saw was The Condemned, and I saw some of the Kane movie, uh, See No Evil. See No Evil, I like that movie. I don't like horror movies, but that was a fucking creepy movie. I don't ever want to watch it again, but... Brandon's had nightmares I, already. I honestly think Jacob, that, good you, night. Are you kidding me? I think WWE is doing a good job. They are bringing in pr- good names. They, I mean, come on now. They have Halle Berry in a movie. I still, I will never, one hundred percent, will never understand how they got Halle Berry. I mean, but then they also have Ka- Colin Farrell and uh, the yeah. other in that movie. I mean, they do have big names in these movies, so I think that they do have potential to grow. But even in the other movies, they have like somewhat bigger names. But I think that we can all agree that they have a lot more potential than TNA right now. That's a, you could say that about Chikara. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, cry, Christ. All right, let's get the WR, WRP has more potential than no TNA right now. All right, well let let, let let's get off of this because we're, we're spending too much time on WWE films instead of sports entertainment talk. So that was the only thing we had bad. Let's start off with the middles. Uh, Dolph Ziggler defeating Daniel Bryan. This stems back to last week on SmackDown because Daniel Bryan got to make fun of AJ for getting soaked during. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's match with Alberto Del Rio. She got wet. Yeah, she got wet. Daniel Bryan made fun of her for it. This is the repercussions facing uh, Dolph Ziggler in a match. Good match. 
End of the match, Biggie Langston comes in and takes out Daniel Bryan. I was a fan of the superplex into the uh, midair crossbody. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's always a good spot. I like, yeah, I I like that everybody did. cool spot. I remember back – I forgot the match, but I know Bret Hart was involved with it where he did it to somebody. And it was just – as a child seeing that, it was such a shocker. Was just oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was Bret Hart versus somebody. And yeah, and yeah. That no, that's right off the – Yeah, no, that's the match. Yeah. <laughs> Time limit draw, you know, Bret Hart versus somebody. Uh, yeah, but eh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was it was funny. a good match. Just the end, Biggie Langston coming in and taking him out. It looks like they may be, rumor has it, they may be setting up Biggie Langston and Dolph Ziggler versus Team Hell No WrestleMania. I can't I see don't it. Want to see this? At I don't want to see it. I, I don't think that that's going to happen. Listen, that's the thing. I, I'm going to say I say that about almost every match. I don't want to see it at all, but I'm going to be happy to see it. Yeah, I'll be happy to be there and seeing it. Every time, everything that's WrestleMania related, I am avoiding. Yeah, like yeah, from from the websites that I go to, I don't. I just something if I, there's a link there, I don't click it. Yeah. So, I want right. to see Bob Backlund versus Bruno San Martino one more time. It all and begins it, again. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine that they actually had that like at WrestleMania 29? Bruno San Martino versus Bob Backlund. In a handicap match. Yeah, seriously, I, a handicap match. I don't match. see anybody handicapping that ring. Uh, uh, what was the last time I saw Bruno Sammartino? Well, I don't think he's handicapped. That dude's jack beyond jack still. I don't know how if he could. I probably can't wrestle anymore, but he's not by any chance. Is not. my kid jack too still? No. No, no, no. no. By the way, go to highspots.com and get that Dynamite Kid documentary. Apparently, it's incredible. Bruno San Martino's getting awards for him being jacked. Yeah. All right. Let's. Yeah, he's never been steroids or whatever. I don't think. So you say. Yeah. Well, so he says. I got to trust so him. He's. He that's the whole reason why apparently he didn't like WWE and everything. So. The whole no, direction Vince took with it, sports entertainment and steroids. So who knows? I don't know. What do we know? We're just three fans who watch wrestling and talk about it. Mark and wise. Let let me let me laryngitis. Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my what God! What was that laugh? No, all right. What else? Let's, we continue, got? let's continue on. Uh, God damn, Brandon is stupid rants. Um, Fandango refuses to face Tensai. You get a fucking segment for rants. Yeah, good. I should be getting my my segment for rants instead of you doing it in the middle of the show. You get a segment for shoutouts. God well, damn I don't it! Get a segment for rants. I know you Save don't. Rants. Can we say Brandon's rants? No. <laughs> instead of rant, Brandon's rants, uh, Brandon's rants. No. <laughs> speaking of the middles. Yeah, speaking of the middles, um, Fandango refuses to face Tensai because someone mispronounces his name again, and Naomi doesn't want to pronounce his name. So Fandango doesn't fucking do his thing. This is going to die very fast if they don't do something with it. I know. We spoke about it last week. So, I mean, even, even let's say they, they have legs with this thing. You can make a dance-off between Tensai and Fandango, WrestleMania, like they did that stupid Brodus Clay thing le- last year with all the mamas dancing. I was going to say, do you think we'll see Fandango dance at the dance? Maybe. Maybe. You don't know. Um, yeah, we spoke about it. We said that last week. You know, they can do this so many times, but it might get, it's going to get old very quickly. And apparently, Vince McMahon's already down on the gimmick. De- really? Yeah. That's what reports are saying on the news sites, News with that's, Z. That's like they put, put it off for so long. Yeah. Vince and Linda are laying there in, at the, in bed at night, and it's like, so, honey, well, how was your day? Oh, well, I lost the election. How, how was your day, honey? Well, lost my boner for uh, Fandango. <laughs> they only have their, themselves to blame for it. Yeah. Got to bring back the Bell Twins. Yeah. 
So uh, last middle before we go on to the goods, Jack Swagger defeats Sin Cara in what was easily a squash match. I mean, I think Sin Cara just kind of squashed himself by diving in the ring, diving out of the ring and landing on his face. I really thought the ref was going to hold up an axe. Yeah, it, it was those white trunks. Yeah, always. Um, Zeb Coulter bashed, bashed illegal immigrants before the match. Do you, do you think that Sin Cara is too much of a risk hazard to have on WWE TV? No. no. You know, at first he's I, never injured anyone. He, yeah, he's only injured himself. Knock on, knock on wood. And, you know, after that match with Antonio Cesaro, like two weeks ago on main event, I thought he, yeah. they, they would put him into a, ti- a thing with Antonio Cesaro. But and I still hope they do that because that I match don't. was phenomenal. It really was phenomenal. Yeah. You can't say that until you've seen the fucking match. I, the fucking I don't match. think you have. How did it end? Okay. I'm roasted. Let's move on. <laughs> yes, please. Let's move on. Let's start off with the goods. Brandon mentioned to it the Bella Twins making their return to WWE programming, and it uh, looks like they're, they're aligning themselves with Team Road Scholars, getting uh, Cody Rhodes away from Kaylin, and uh, Bella's maybe issuing a challenge to uh, the Divas division, saying that no Divas were like them. You know, we spoke about we spoke about it in full detail. The rebuilding of the tag team division past uh, you know a couple months, which I can, is kind of you know kind of dwindling and now it looks like they may be rebuilding the tag the divas division huh guys what do you i'm think? a fan of it i i'm i'm excited to see them back yeah so am i i i actually popped when i saw them i was surprised yeah, by it i don't understand why i popped but everybody yeah, I, popped I was, even I was, like the crowd I was, was just like whoa i was surprised by it i liked it can i just can i just say right now i got an i am from jay silva Two IMs actually. One says push, and the other one says Nelson. You got an instant message. You're still on AIM. No, I well, I am on AIM, but I got a, a message on Skype from him. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if that noise is going to pop up during the show or not. No, no, I, it hasn't popped up. <laughs> no, nope. no. Nope. All right. So continuing on with the yeah. So, but I'm excited to see the Bella Twins back. Yeah, so definitely. You know what? Because their deeper division has been lacking. You know, and I know Dave wants the wants um. The page to be brought up from the NXT roster, but there's just so many other Audrey uh, Audrey Marie should be brought up too. I mean, she's pretty much the same thing as Mickey James. Hardcore I mean, country, yeah, you mean, pretty much. Really yeah, I rough country. I, I just, I'd rather see women that can actually wrestle than what they're putting out there. I just want to see the return of Kelly Kelly, which is not going to happen, and I want to see the return of Karma. Yeah, well, apparently they're reaching out to Kelly Kelly, and they're reaching out to Karma, and apparently I heard they're reaching out to Beth Phoenix, too. I heard, I mean, I didn't hear it. I read it. That's what I don't like. They're reaching out to everybody that's been there already. Reach out to other people that haven't been there. Hey, just to give you a heads up, you have Sarah Del Rey down down in South Training. Why not bring her up at some point just to do a little thing? What little thing are you talking about, David? Do a little feud. With who? I don't know. Anybody. Just get her involved. They have so many opportunities. Don't bring in so many other female wrestlers that have been on TV already. Bring up people. Don't re- don't recycle people. They're not recycling. It's a brand new Bella. She's got new additions. Yeah, she got tits. Uh, yeah, I agree with Dave. Bring up, bring up some. I, no, mean, I, do, I do see where he's coming from. I, I mean, see. I mean, yes, you could bring in a few of them to just to give the Divas division some legs, kind of like how they brought in how, – how, how they just brought in recently the New Age Outlaws Yes, to, with the tag team division. Bring in, you could bring in a few Divas and whatnot. Wait, like so do, do, not, do you not want to see Karma back or – you do, right? 
Uh, it really depends on where they go with it. I think that she would be a great addition, but it really, it would have to really revolve around her, though. Let's say now that now that the now that the Bella twins are back, we had that whole storyline way back when. Okay. Where she was ripping off no. Barbie dolls and everything, and the Bella twins got the better of her, made fun of her, etc. I, Do I don't want to see. I I don't want to see that storyline brought up ever again. If Khan did return. Fans have quick, uh, what is it, ADD and whatnot, attention uh, deficit whenever uh, when it comes to pro wrestling. I feel like that's already out of their minds. It's not relevant. I feel like it's a brand new start. Bring in Kong, bring in somebody else, but start stop recycling people. Just start using what you have. You sound like us talking about the, uh, the old school Ross and stuff. Yeah. No, but it's the other way around. We would rather than bring in old guys and you – then use oh, no, I'm not going to spend more time on it than I already did. Thanks, Dave. No, no, but you, you made valid points. I'm not, I'm, I'm not shitting on you or anything like no, that. No, no, I'm, I'm not taking it as you shitting or whatnot. I mean, we, we just spoke about it for a while. Yeah, I know, I know. We, we, you know what? You know when to get off the subject, unlike somebody else. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, well, guys, well, I have this branded, chest infection. Yeah. That's yeah, really this bad. chest infection, yeah. Chris, you're still sick? Yeah, I'm still oh, sick. Fuck, this fuck chest you. infection. Fuck you and fuck you. Just laugh it up, right? Uh, See what happens. See what happens. What's going to happen? <laughs> you, you what? You, you're to go in after after I wrote the description for the show and change it. That's what's going to happen. I don't change the descriptions without anyone else's consent. Okay. Yeah, I tell you, hey Brandon, don't grammatically change any of the uh, yeah. Well, what the I fuck wrote. am I going? I want to grammatically. Then, then you then it. you go in there seven times and change it. I don't go in there seven times and change it. I have to go in there with other people and change it. No, you do. I will, you know, that's going to, if, if I could find it, that'll be the picture of the week. You editing the thing five different times. No, I mean, not- I, I agree. If, if the grammar is incorrect, it has to be changed, but that's something to talk about off air. Yes. Okay. Continuing on, we spoke about the New Age Outlaws. They were in action this week, facing off against Team Road Scholars. Um, the promo that the Road Scholars had before their match was amazing. Because I feel like I see I saw a meme about that like a couple of months back. Really? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, but it wasn't the, I, that I, wording. I, I, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was very very funny. So I mean, the match itself really, I mean, it got off okay, but then it was interrupted by the human tornado. Not the human tornado. The human whirlwind. What are they calling him? Human, I don't. Human uh, wrecking machine. Yeah, Brock Lesnar came in, took out the New Age Outlaws, and Paul Heyman cut a promo for him. Human wrecking machine. That's not him. Who is that? No, the human whirlwind or something like that. That's what I don't know. Calling. Um. uh, But anyway, Brock Lesnar accepting Triple H's challenge only if he signs the contract and the match will be under their terms. Yeah, they don't find out the Triple H doesn't find out the stipulation until after he signs it. Yeah, I mean that's interesting, but I I think. What I read was that they may do a MMA style match. At WrestleMania. <laughs> what the Why? fuck? Wait, that that could be good though because I would not. Okay, hold on. An MMA style match is in. We could see the return of the Lions Den. I don't know about the Lions Den. I. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would fucking like that. If it was in the Lions Den, I'd be more intrigued with it than it just being an MMA match because and if it is an MMA match I want to see people connecting and I want to see blood yeah I, for the simple facts does Triple H even know what MMA is I don't think so like you could go out and hold a title with Bieber because you not even was that that was boxing right but Lesnar is also not a big name with MMA anymore 
I mean, well, he I got mean, his, he still is though. No, he got his ass beat the, like his last two fights. He's still a big name with MMA. If he goes back to MMA, they put him against Overeem or. Um, okay, but that's not that's not the fact. It's the or, fact or, is he or, came to MMA get, and dominated. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, he yep. dominated a few people, but then people started dominating him. He's a little bitch. He crawls up. And he once he gets hit, he doesn't know what to do. He covers up and starts crying. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, maybe MMA, maybe a New York Street fight. Who knows what it's going to be? But yeah, it, it it should be good, and it'll add some flavor. And something I was different. hoping this. I was hoping the stipulation would be if uh, would be that he would have to retire if Brock wins. Retirement we, is a possibility. I I want to see if it's not retirement. I want to see them do something that has hasn't been seen before. Mm-hmm. Like what? I don't know, but I think that's not my job. That's creative's job. No, what did you no, – you said if – what did you say? You want to see them – if he retires, you want to see it happen? No, no, no. I, I want to see that, that idea that you brought up, how if Lesnar wins, Triple H retires. And if not, instead of a New York street fight or whatnot, because we've seen them brawl and whatnot, and we, a street fight so overdone in my mind, I feel like they need to come up with a new idea of a fresh – Gimmick match. Most, well, I mean, it's well, been a that's long not going to happen. Look at look at. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen. As much as see, much as I would love to see it, I don't I mean, think it's going to happen. Haven't created a new gimmick match in such a long time. I feel like they have to come up with a new idea of something. Well, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I can't remember. But uh, three stages. They have health. no. Well, that they have a, a poll on WWE.com about which kind of stipulation you'd like to see for that match. Uh huh. And one of the choices there is a three stages of hell match. That so, I would, I would, I would bite for that. But I what exactly? What's three stages of hell? That ends in a hell in a cell? No, I think the yeah, last that, is like a ladder match. No, no, it ends in a hell in a cell. It's uh, what is it? It's a like nor- is it like a street fight, street fight, ladder match, and then something like that. But it, I, I think know. it ends with the hell in a cell match because that's when it starts to drop down at the end. But that, that was always a cool, cool idea. But then we just saw that last year, though. Yeah, that's another thing that I was I mean, like. That's why. Saw, another... Yeah, we just saw Hell in a Cell last year at a WrestleMania. I mean, to have it back to back, something involving a Hell in a Cell, I can't really see them doing. But I, yeah, you never. I mean, it could be a. But I, even if it was a steel cage match to end it, though, I would. I think they could switch that up. Okay. Yeah. 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 All righty. Let's continue on some more goods. Uh, the Big Show. I guess kind of gets some wants to get some retribution against the Shield, and he faces off against Seth Rollins. This is the first ever singles match for anybody in the Shield, but the Big Show wins via disqualification because the Shield interferes and adds a big exclamation point by triple power bombing the Big Show. This is big, especially. I thought, I, thought it was, I, I paused for the triple power bomb. Yeah, so did I, I. Think, I don't know the triple power bomb. I'm over it. I think, but it's like it's their finisher. Yeah, I think that it could have been done through a table or something, though. That yeah. Been, or, or on a steel steps. That would be pretty cool. Oh, that would have been fucking brutal, brah. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah, so that was good. And I guess the Shield now getting their one up. Hopefully next week we'll see Randy Orton and Sheamus. And I guess the big show, get, maybe get their one up. Um, or is, is it is it definitely from what you guys have been seeing? Is it going to be those three again, those six men in the match? Or is it up in the air? Yeah. I Who think- the fuck knows? There's something else happening now. We don't know. Yeah. All right. You don't know. The news sites, Trevor will definitely. No, do uh, we want. I mean, no. Because well, I mean, that like, happened. Because, I mean, if something changes or whatnot, I can definitely see 
Orton and Sheamus going at each other because I mean, how lo- for so no, long recently that. we've been hearing about Orton and heel turn. I mean, I've never heard that. No, yeah, I've been really hearing it. That. I saw it this. No, week I just think that Smack- this this SmackDown for Friday is going to change a lot without doing anything. Okay. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, you'll when you see the results or whatever, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, where I agree. it changes everything but doesn't do anything. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And by the way, the three stages of Hell match was a street fight, steel cage match, ladder match with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. I don't know if there was other matches between. I thought there was a Hell in a Cell in there. No, I don't know. Apparently, someone else is saying it was a normal match, stretch match, and then a ladder match. So I don't know. No, not, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe it's just maybe it changes every time. That would be cool, a stretcher match, especially with the I wouldn't long, want to see that. No, especially yeah, with like just, the, the long ramp that they have. I feel at like we just saw a stretch a stretcher match though. When or an ambulance match? Oh, or whatever. Uh, extreme rules. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not biting on that. Okay. Alrighty. Um, to a couple more goods. You have Mark Henry in a squash match defeating Kofi Kingston. Right after that, Ryback defeats Heath Slater three man bands, and then both Mark Henry and Ryback. I guess anything you could do, I can do better. By them taking advantage of Drew McIntyre and hitting their finishers several times on the member three man. Didn't band. didn't we see that recently with with? Someone else doing like anything you could do, I could do better. Yeah, Ryback and uh, I can't remember who else it was. If it was Ryback, and Ryback and Cesaro have done it. I think there's been like other people have gone back and forth. So it's not it's nothing. Was it Kali or no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, but any is that, that could be anybody, and you know, especially with Jesus. just to That's- toss it in there with Kofi Kingston. RVD's apparently contract expired. I would love to see WWE pick him up and have Kofi Kingston versus RVD. Ooh, and like not even that though. Match? Like if if, yeah. if, if TNA is there like a match. ninety days clause for TNA? I'm know. not too sure. I'm sure that there is some sort of a clause in there, but I would love to see RVD back at WrestleMania, honestly. And they could literally do a Money in the Bank match. Did they do away with the pay per view? They have a new pay per view out now. Yeah, payback. But it's it's replacing capital punishment. Oh, there's so money in the bank still there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kofi Kingston versus RBD would be sick. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, and let's see. What I'm looking through my notes here. Wait, Last hold up. Is it wholeheartedly? Yeah. Or full? Wholeheartedly. Fuck. There's another saying that I always <laughs> mess up. I always say fullheartedly. No, it's wholeheartedly. Wow. Yeah, Dave. Dave learning uh, English. Yeah. Here, if, if you if you now. listen to every our podcast, I always mess up some sort of a saying that everybody knows besides me. <laughs> I can't think of what it, what's the other one that you'd say though. Uh, uh, play, where you play, the, by, play it by year yeah, instead of play it by year. Uh, play it by ear. What? what How I I, I I used to think it was play it by year. Year like Y E R. Yeah, oh. but, but Chris explained to me on the show it's play it by ear. There's another one that like you mess up. Oh, when you I like when you say uh, uh, a fresh of breath air. That was one time. And I, <laughs> I like that though. I still like that. that speech. I use that all the time. That's funny. Yeah. All righty. So the final good that we have was I guess you could say the Ooh. recurring theme of entire Monday Night Raw was paying respects to Paul Bearer, which was great. Honestly, I loved all the little package videos that they did and showing all of his like his debut and WrestleMania 20 and all that really good stuff. I like that as well. But, you know, you start off Monday Night Raw with The Undertaker paying his respects to Paul Bearer and was rudely interrupted by CM Punk saying I, that... You, Dave? Oh, no, I, I was going to carry on with that, but 
I love that interruption. I love that interruption. It looked like The Undertaker was actually legitly, like, upset in the ring. Like, you saw, like, yeah, I, tears in his eyes, man. I mean, and I, honestly, I wouldn't put it past him because that is a pretty heavy burden. Not even burden, but pretty heavy load to be holding on you. Uh, and also a heavy loss, too, especially. Yeah. Because, you know. That, the, uh, that, yeah, that's what I mean, a heavy loss. Yeah. So I'm seeing Punk saying that, you know, to Paul Bearer, he's going to be perfect. And to everybody else, he's going to be 20 and 1 kind of hyping up this Wrestlemania match I really like I, that I really like that he said that yeah, yeah I, I love the fans reacting on Twitter and it, that reaction is exactly what WWE is looking for and everybody fell right into it yeah. I said to David I called him as soon as after like the next commercial break I said to him I was like is it fucked up that I kind of as soon as Punk's music hit I had the biggest grin on my face I, like that's why that's why I love pro wrestling and David yeah. said dude me too do you like think- and fuck anybody that wants to fuck, uh, shit on me for saying retweet this if for your opinions. I'm sorry, well, we, Chris and I'm I shit to, on you all the time for that too. That's so. fine. I'm trying to. I like to gauge everybody's opinions. I want to see what our following, what our other pro wrestling fans are thinking at the time that something happens. So I mean, I'm not just retweet saying retweet this and then not looking at it. After I say retweet this, I'm actually going back and comparing the two to see how many times both of them are compared. To, uh, being retweeted and whatnot. So if you don't like it, go unfollow. Fuck you. All right, I'm unfollowing us right now. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm not. The only, the only time I, I really got upset when you're like, retweet this if you don't think it's the Shields. <laughs> and it was blatantly the Shield at the Royal Rumble. Well, I mean, sometimes I, I don't Sometimes I don't actually tweet my actual opinions. I mean, yeah, that was my actual opinion. But <laughs> sometimes I, when I tweet, I tweet as an overall perspective as Which opposed I don't, to – I don't like that. Yeah, Brandon hates it because he thinks at times like it's actually me. No, I like to gauge it and try to see what a typical fan would be thinking or saying. Yeah. No, I it, – whatever. It's I'm Everybody's sorry. entitled to their opinion. Also, also there's a lot of um, – uh, what is it? I th- do you guys think that Paul Bearer would be fine with this? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure he would have been 100%. Go for it. Yeah, you, exactly. you, beat, you beat me because I was going to ask you guys, are you guys comfortable with them using Paul Bearer's death in the storyline? And I think it fits perfectly. I think that is – I think every – I'm pretty positive. Every pro wrestler understands the business and Paul Bearer was one of those people – I don't know him, but I'm assuming that Paul Bearer was one of those people that if it was a storyline, if there was any way to benefit and in, in, enhance a storyline – you know what? Go for it. And apparently, the WWE invited his sons to the show and everything like that. So, and everything that was done on TV yeah. from the entire segment they went through with his sons. The every uh, commercial break when they came back to a Paul Bearer segment went through his sons. So they had a big say in it. So I'm all good with it. What do you mean went through his sons? Like they, they went to they went to his sons and was like, yeah, hey. Sat down with his sons or something like that, and went through clips, their favorite clips of Paul Bear. Oh, okay, yeah, I and then I, I guess I, I just want to bring it back to wrestling deaths. I guess where bring, being brought into storyline, or not even deaths though, real life stuff. I guess because I'm going to say Hawk, he did it really great with uh, with his drug and alcohol problems, right? Yeah. What do you mean with, with uh, Animal and Draws when they had the LOD 2000 and everything? Uh huh. And well, that Hawk was really, like, he was, what? I don't know what to say. I don't understand where you're going no, with this. No, remember when uh, when they came back to the WWE and Hawk was like a drunken mess? Yeah, I I, I loved it, especially when he fell off the Titantron. Yeah. Like, remember- that was real life coming into storyline. Yes. Yeah. 
That's what so Brandon's trying to get from that. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. You know, they want to make sure all the parties are comfortable. But, but then you have so many people that bash that. I mean, look what happens with Chris Jericho and CM Punk with the alcoholics and stuff like that. I mean, you have so many people bashing when right. reality – They went – but creative, creative went to CM Punk was like, hey, we want to run this angle. Are you fine with it? And CM Punk was probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah fine. If you, if you ever think that something's put on television that isn't run by whoever's involved – Oh, well, well, wait, 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 wait. That's not necessarily true because I – have a feeling Mickey James didn't quite. I don't, I couldn't see her really wanting to do that Piggy James shit. I don't think that she would want to, but I could definitely see her saying yes, go for it. I mean, it's still WWE and it's still her job, and she's still gonna make money. So yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but there's a bigger story. Okay, so CM Punk interrupts the Undertaker afterwards. I guess Kane was so upset that he came and tried to attack CM Punk, trying to choke slam him off the stage. CM Punk weaseled his way out, got his way out of there. We, you know, if you didn't see that on TV, you saw that on the Raw Active application because everybody has a smartphone, Dave included. Getting yeah, mine's broken. <laughs> um, but anyway, this set up the main event of the evening: Kane versus CM Punk in a no holds barred match, with Kane getting the win with the help from the uh, ominous Gong. But afterwards, uh, CM Punk getting the upper advantage and beating the shit out of Kane with the urn and taking the urn. So. This still plays into the storyline with The Undertaker. I, I love, Punk- oh, sorry. Go. I love how he, when he was on the on the stage with the ear and how he mocked the, the one knee uh, kind of uh, pose that Undertaker always strikes. Yeah. I, I, I still think it. there should have been an, a lightning bolt. No. What, a big X lightning bolt for straight edge? No, no, not an X. Just like a – I like boom, that. Undertaker throws lightning bolts from sometimes. I think Undertaker could have thrown a lightning bolt at the stage or something. No. no but, now, but now it makes – What do you mean CM, no? No, I agree with Dave. I, it makes CM Punk look a little bit more powerful and kind of has you like – to me, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I know I said like I'm really involved with this Jack Swagger gimmick now. It's kind of fallen off. Now that they're using this whole Paul Bearer urn thing and making like CM Punk very believable that he's going to end the streak, it's really – that's the match that's like groping me in now. Like I'm pumped. CM Punk versus the fucking Undertaker, yeah. Do you think do you think that he's gonna keep maintain the urn as the urn, or do you think he's gonna pull a Kava Mustafa and come back like I really next week with a new gold chain or something like that? No. I think they no. should he should keep it as the urn. I wanna know what you just flip flop so so much with just now with the the lightning bolt. You you like you sounded excited flip and then flop. you said Yeah, you sounded excited for a second, and then you're like, Oh no, no. I wanna I know, know like flip flopped. Well, you, uh, well I, oh no, I was talking about I liked how Chris mentioned um, uh, an X lightning bolt coming down. What like do you mean an straight X, edge? Though? Yeah, for X, like, like straight edge. Like how the letter X? one comes oh. down from the left, one comes down from the right. And it oh, makes kind of like a DX yeah. kind of a thing, but yeah, with a lightning bolt. I think that would look kind of cool. But I'm not a fan of Undertaker throwing a lightning bolt at CM Punk or at the stage or something like that. Why yeah. is that, though? I, it, I don't recall the last time he actually had the ability to throw a lightning bolt. Wow, well, he's done it before. Yeah, he has he? done it before. Yeah. Yeah, he's done it before, but he hasn't done it. It's in. like when Kane would just fucking do the pyro and the fire would shoot up. Yeah. Something like that to like to show Undertaker's could but get why the would you hand. do that? You want CM Punk to come out looking stronger on this Raw. Yeah, absolutely. Not you, Undertaker. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't want – yeah, especially with the with the circumstances that were involved. Especially with the streak being in question, you want people to actually believe that the streak is in question. And by having CM Punk left kind of uh, high um, – kind of, he's kind of left standing in this position that they left off on Raw. I feel like it really does make you question that streak. Will it remain intact? I feel like it really helps it a lot. 
I but agree. don't you want Undertaker to look strong as well? No, I mean, no, yes, but back and forth. I mean, this goes back with the Shield stuff. I like every, I like feuds to go back and forth, especially because the streak is so uh, held highly uh, in regards and whatnot. Whatever that saying is, whatever is so held, it's held so highly that I want to be able to believe that Undertaker's streak is actually in question, and by having Undertaker not really come up uh, strong at the end of the Raw. It's going to help that storyline. And Undertaker will never look not strong, though. So by having this, it, it's perfect. Yep. I agree. Well, we, have, we have three weeks to see, so. Yeah. I mean, lack. Of, I mean, this week on Raw, we had a lack of The Rock. The Rock wasn't there, which I think is fucking stupid. But that's just me. Uh, but then you also had the lack of John Cena. But but the good thing that they did with the John Cena, though, is that they had that amazing video package that they put together about like him, like you know, his downward spiral. They mentioned his divorce and all that stuff I, in the ring. I wait, was, they did mention his divorce. Yeah. yeah, they mentioned his divorce and they mentioned uh, uh, what else? They they showed like tabloid pictures of tabloids about his divorce. Yeah, that's why I, I thought that was perfect. I mean, I, I like it and everything, but if you cheat on your wife, I mean, you kind of deserve it. Yeah, but they didn't say anything about him cheating on his wife. So. Yeah, they should have put the picture of that uh, porn star that he was fucking with uh, the championship. Well, actually, you don't know that he was having sex with her or not, so you can't say that. Uh, I'm going to say that anyway. She she was denying it on Twitter as well, so. Yeah. Denial isn't just a river in Egypt. <laughs> That's funny to you? Yeah. Have you have you never heard that one before? No, I've never heard that one before. Wow. Or maybe I have, but I just I, haven't heard no, it. No, you while. haven't. I just created it. Oh, okay. <laughs> using using the using the uh, the Brandon uh, Brandon yeah, laws right. there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we'll see what goes on next week on Raw, and we'll see. Uh, you know, SmackDown. Apparently, a lot happens, but nothing happens. But until then, let's get into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, WWE Shop has just released the Damien Sandow bathrobe. On the back, it says you're welcome, and on the front, it doesn't say you're welcome. So go buy it. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, WWEShop.com. Yeah. I, just, I wish it was the real robe, like a real-looking robe of his. It's, yeah, it's a blue robe. Is it only like 48 inches or whatnot? Like it's yeah, a, it's only four feet tall. Like, who, the, who are they selling this to, kids? I don't know, but... Especially with it not even being close to Halloween, it's kind of weird placement of it. I don't know. Oh, it's close to bathrobe spring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> sitting on also, your sitting on your deck in your underwear in a robe. You're welcome. You ever sit yeah. on your deck? By the way, it really hurts. My deck? <laughs> it's wood. What do you expect? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> on that note, also I'm going to give a shameless plug to PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate Night Two Supercard. April 5th. April 5th? April 5th. Go see. It's going to be Pope Elijah... Uh, Elijah Wood. <laughs> Elijah Burke versus John Morrison. So go follow the both. The Real Morrison and The Black Pope. So what up? One? What up? Uh, yeah, actually, night one. My bad. I wanted you to say we April have a 4th. Pope. Yeah, we have a new Pope. Yeah, okay. He's a fucking pope. shit. Pope, pope Felix or something? It's not Pope, pope Felix. No, it's Pope it's Jeff pope Francis. Monster. I don't know. That's my uh, joke, Chris. Is that where you got it from? What, pope Jeff Francis? Oh, you said Jeff Francis? Oh, yeah. yeah, the pitcher from the Rockies. He's the Pope, right? Oh. Who is it? 
the pitcher from the Rockies. Well, he was on the Rockies. Then he like the movie Rocky. No, the fucking Colorado <laughs> Rockies. You idiot. I, I was actually <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. I really I still was, don't know. I was seeing a ton of things pop up about Dennis Rodman running for as a as the Pope. I I would definitely pop if Dennis Rodman was the Pope. No, I think it's 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 Pope Joe Francis, and he's going to have international girls gone wild. <laughs> Sick. Apparently, that guy filed for bankruptcy. Who? Really? Yeah. Joe Francis? Oh, yeah, Joe Francis the general, yeah. Yeah, Joe Francis the general because yeah. apparently he had like massive gambling debts. Wow, that's crazy. Do you, think, right, do, you get, do you think people get pissed off when we make Pope jokes? I don't know. Say, I we, don't we, know. we are in uh, – we're in – not America. 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 Yeah. I'll no, be honest. I wonder I'll, Pope I'll, Benedict I'll make a joke about anything. I don't really care. Yeah. Well, I wonder uh, if Pope Benedict Arnold blew Pope oh, Tom Joe Arnold. Francis. What? Pope Tom Arnold. No, no Pope Benedict Arnold. Yeah, whatever. All right, Dave. He, he left the, the yeah, whatever. All right, so we're we're laughing and everything, but I'm actually going to take it down a notch and be a little bit serious, if I could All be right. serious for a moment. All right, Lance Storm. All right, continue. All right, I'm encouraging go? you, everyone, to donate to Jake and his family. Jake is only, I think he's, uh, what is it? He was born in 2011. I think he's like a little over 19 months old, but he requires a heart transplant. He was diagnosed with end stage dilated cardiomyopathy. Uh, so he's waiting for a new heart uh, heart to be transplanted. He is the nephew of pro wrestling syndicate wrestler Chris House of Pain. Go donate, please. This is only a child, and his family can use all the support that they could get. Uh, his dad, the father, is suffering from uh, – I think he had cancer, and then he's suffering from something. So the family is really uh, taking leave of absent from work and everything. Go donate at – Heart for Jake. That's for the number four Jake.org. So heart for Jake.org. Please go donate. If it's one dollar, it's a dollar. Just do whatever you can. At PWS, actually it doesn't matter because that's tonight, but yeah, donate, please. Absolutely. Good cause. We're we're all about good causes here on Marking Out. And uh on that note, I guess we'll get to uh Chris's rants of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's rant of the week. No, I was waiting for you to do the your part of the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, the Chris's match of the week bumpers in there regardless. That's one? Hey, think? man, do you want us to record that's a brand new one? That's like two. Yeah, okay, that's two. Nah, nah, we don't have to record a new one. It's cool because it might be match well, of the week sometimes. Fans, fans, if you want a uh, Chris's rant bumper, just, just write to him, hashtag Chris's rant bumper. Yeah, Chris, stop being lazy. Chris's rant of the week. But anyway, or- before I get onto this rant, let's let let's let's paint a picture here. Let's be Bob Ross with our canvas and paint a picture. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, if you, uh, if you listen to our friend's podcast, Student Half Wrestlers, you know that they hang out with this creepy 60-year-old guy called The Wizard. Apparently, he was very financially successful and blew all of his money asking people to give him full Nelsons. Uh, he is now, I guess, very in financial debt and the guys at Two and a Half Wrestlers did a good thing by setting up a Feed the Wizard account for people to donate money to help this guy, you know, continue on with life before he can get Social Security and, you know, trying to get disability, but apparently he was denied for disability. So this week on the show, on their show, why you can go to twoandahalfwrestlers.com, iTunes or Stitcher Radio to listen to it. Uh, they called him and let him know that they've gotten $89. And what was his reaction? Oh, $89. That's that, it? That's it? That's it? 
I only get $89? First of all, these are fucking people that you don't even goddamn know that are being generous. Yes, I know we only donated a dollar, but I'm glad now that we only donated a dollar. First of all, you had $10 in your goddamn bank account, and now you're being fucking ungrateful by saying, oh, $89? I was expecting a lot more. First of all, people are like, the, the world's a fucked up place. Seriously, and the people that are showing generosity out of their heart by needing $25, $10, $5, and all you're saying is $89, listen, I hope somebody pushed Nelson's you into a cactus, so that way it hurts, and that way you feel the pain that all these people, I honestly was listening to it at like 7 o'clock in the morning, and I got heated, like legitimately heated because of this fucking asshole, seriously, ah! you, you have people like Missy Sampson and a few other podcasts that donated over $25 for this schmuck. And for him not to be grateful, he's just – he's bitter. He sounds – I don't know if he's bitter, not but bitter. he sounds – he's ungrateful. He's selfish. He is a legit douchebag. Like it's it's frustrating. It really is. I, no, I, I know we've only, we've only did, donated a dollar, but still. I could have used that dollar. You know how much – all the tolls going up uh, you know, to my job in Connecticut, I have gone up an extra dollar. I could have used that dollar to fucking pay. For that random toll on I ninety five, that's a dollar seventy five. You know, be, be a little bit appreciative that these people that don't even know you, that all they know is that you're a creeper on the podcast, that they donated money to help give you some food. I mean, honestly, go fuck yourself. Yes, seriously, and hashtag fuck the wizard. Don't seriously, fuck yeah, him. don't. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah you but, know how you know how you said uh, push him into a, a cactus, though. Yeah. You know, I think uh, that was one of the theories that was brought up as to how I got psoriasis. That you went to a cactus? Yeah. In third grade, I tripped on a chair in my classroom and landed straight on a cactus. Why was there a cactus? That's what I fucking said. That should have been a lawsuit, right? I tripped over a chair. It was just out, and it shouldn't have been there. And I tripped, and maybe, I maybe put my hand out. Well, maybe your and, your foot was in the wrong place at the right time. And it was on the the windowsill, <laughs> and I got my whole right hand blew up. It was like bumps everywhere. And I mean, I don't think that's where the psoriasis came from. They say, but well, I didn't, like have, I didn't have reaction to me. I didn't have psoriasis in third grade. I'll tell you that. All right. I, so I on, on that note, Brandon, you can keep talking. Who are you going to shout out? Brandon's shout-out's gonna make you pregnant. It's a brand new season of Hell's Kitchen, and this show is so great for one-liners. I highly recommend watching it for a laugh. It's so great. This guy, I saw the commercial for that. He sounds like such a fucking douchebag. I am Who, not Gordon a Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay? Dude, is he, legit, it's is so he a funny. good cook? I've never eaten in any of his restaurants or anything, but I think he's the funniest person ever. Yeah, but the way that he treats the people on the show, he's legit an well, ass. That's, no, that's Chris. How's do you, you ever watch the show or you ever no. see anything of him? No. I mean, I, I've never. All I know is the commercials from what I've seen. But he seems like a legit I think, ass. No, cause see, nobody, that's what, you don't see the other side of him. No, but nobody should be treating anybody like that. Yeah, that's how. That's how you get tough. You have to be tough to work in the restaurant business. I think. So I give Chris credit for that. No? Thanks. Yeah, well, yesterday was uh, March 14th, as in uh, the date WrestleMania 20 took place in 2004. So my first, uh, I mean, my second shout out is to WrestleMania 20 because I was there and it was fun. What was the main event? The main event was uh, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit for the World Heavyweight Championship. What was the outcome? uh, Chris Benoit won, and Eddie Guerrero came out and celebrated. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not supposed to say his name. The opening match, I remember. The opening match was uh, John Cena versus Big Show for his uh, first 
championship win in WWE. Yes, the United States title. Yeah, that car. I love that. I could watch WrestleMania 20 all day, I think. I know. You, you tweeted the other day. Yeah, dude. I'm on the DVD and everything. Oh, so okay. Ladies and gentlemen, so if you want to see Brandon without his mask on, get the WrestleMania 20 DVD. <laughs> but find me. I know I know a better event that you can catch his face on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't even – yeah, fuck you. Drop the Spider's <laughs> Edge car. Last but not least, this Saturday, when a bunch of you will listen – is National Stunner Day. So oh, be yeah. sure be sure to hashtag that and go around handing out stunners left and right. Let me hear you say, oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. No. Yeah, thanks. No. It's National Stunner Day. How could you not throw a stunner out? Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Also, what? 16. Yeah, I can't do it. That sounds like Johnny Ace, actually. Yeah, it did. Yeah. All right, good, uh, good shout-outs, Brandon. Good stuff. All righty, let's uh, get into our final segment of the day. It's our... <laughs> mark out moment of the week. Mark out moment of the week. Gentlemen, <laughs> what did you guys individually mark out for since we didn't discuss this? I hate to admit it. I don't want to admit it. You already did the Bella Twins. Yeah, Bella Twins. I <laughs> I popped for that. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing else I really could say that I marked out for. Yeah. Brandon? Uh, I think that YouTube video that somebody made of the Road Scholars theme song where it was, oh, you were unaware of this or whatever it is. And yeah. They- yeah, I thought that was really fucking. Actually, I'm going to change mine to. There was a tribute that uh, for Paul Bearer that I watched on YouTube. I forgot. It may have been a WWE official, was but the theme, was it to the theme of Evanescence? Yeah, yeah, that's not WWE official, but that was a really right. good one. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah, right. it was fitting too. What about you, Chris? Uh, I went to Hibachi on Sunday for my wife's birthday, and I kind of marked out just watching the guy because I'm a big I'm a big How I Met Your Mother fan. So watching this guy pull out like all like the tricks that Barney was doing, like he did this, he did the beating heart, which was actually pretty cool. Unfortunately, he didn't do the shrimp in the pocket. I kind of popped for the uh, beating heart because I was talking to Rachel. I'm like, wonder if he's gonna do the beating heart. Then he pulls it out, starts doing it. And I was like, oh man, awesome! Now give me my fried rice. I so, hate going to hibachi restaurants. They throw like uh, any place that throws fish at you. Like no, absolutely not. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't be like then in Seattle in their farmers market where people throw giant fish at your face. Yeah, I don't like. The smell of fish. I don't like fish in general. Well, I got steak. Steak was good. Yeah, well, when I go to a Japanese restaurant, the other day was steak and a blowjob day. Yeah, and apparently Matt, Matt Hardy and Remy Sky. I love. I really love how open she is. Like uh, on Twitter, it's the funniest. <laughs> Just thing. cooked Matt a steak and gave him a bobo. No, no. Somebody tweeted to her. She goes. Uh, somebody tweeted to her saying, "Oh, it's steak and a blowjob day," and she goes, "Oh, Matt found that out this morning." <laughs> Like I love, like I really do love that. That's so funny. Yeah, if you don't follow them, go follow them. Brandon, they're awesome people. Brandon was like, "I wish I was getting a bobo this morning," but no. Yeah, they're, Chris, they're... Chris is like, "I wish I was Rebby Sky." <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck you. 
No, but fuck you. No, no, no it's all right. I'm but gonna... fuck you, and that's the show. Shut up, yeah, Shut up. that is the show for this week. Markandout.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. Uh, thank you again to Ringworld Rebellion. Thank you very much to Nick Matojo. Go listen to the Shining Wizards podcast. Uh, next week, we'll talk about PWS Proving Ground, and we'll talk about SmackDown, Raw, Impact Wrestling. And, we're getting and watch close. us on the 28th. Yeah, and watch uh, Ring uh, Ringside Reaction on the 28th. And uh, RS Reactions on, on Twitter. Twitter. That's right. New uh, new things coming out of the Mark and Out camp here because I know we all, you all want to see our faces, especially Brandon's. And on that note, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, and we will see you next week on the podcast. <laughs>